0: Chugging along, writing a song When something special comes along It's a long-winded directionless Discussion for conversationalists You bring the wit You bring the brains and and we'll talk talk it over Between takes
1: Welcome to Between Takes with Opal Entertainment. We are your hosts, Olivia O'Neill.
0: And Aiden Driscoll. And we have a lot of conversations. One of our favorite things to do is have lengthy convos with interesting people. So
1: we started a podcast. On this podcast, you can hear us talk about the process of our writing and the inspiration that we find in music, movies, and art that intrigues us. Our
0: conversations may range from just a random story about a trip to the grocery store to exploring our purpose as humans in a very existential way.
1: One of our hopes with this podcast is to expand our community. We hope to have guests hear from our Listeners, get you involved in things we think are important.
0: So, tune in for some conversations from a couple of kids who think they know better. And
1: sit back and enjoy this week's episode of Between Between Takes. Are you going to write down? Yes. (laughs) Write what?
0: Welcome back to Entertainment, Opal. Wait, we. Beep, beep. Let's try that again. (laughs) Welcome back to Between Takes with Opal Entertainment, folks. I'm Aiden Driscoll.
1: I'm Olivia O'Neill.
0: It's finally cooling down in Nashville. I say mm-hmm. finally, even though we've only been here a few months, but it's like in Minnesota. <laughs> it was pretty
1: hot cool. for a second. It was pretty hot. For the leaves a while. aren't changing yet, so I'm interested to see when that will be, but, but it, it definitely feels, feels like, like cool. cool.
0: So I've been getting out a lot of my old autumnal music. Mm. I listened to Sarah Sparks' the album, Into the Lantern Waste, yesterday. Oh, that's a good one.
1: That's a great album. That's probably the one I know the most. Yeah. I would well, uh. I'm not gonna
0: say know it's her best because I that's one I know the most, but I think she is an amazing lyricist. I think she has some absolutely beautiful lyrics. I think she's she's one of those songwriters. Like there are a lot of songwriters I really like, and then I look at just their lyrics and I go, it's not like there's a single line that pops out at me as the as the best. Hmm. And it's and it's with her, I feel like almost every song has one line where I think that could go on the wall, and I could see that not as like here it's a quote from a song, just as like here is. A truth here is something that 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 i believe in yeah and is very cool she's very mm-hmm. good i want her and josh girls Ooh. to do something together sometime wouldn't that be oh so man. cool that would be because she's kind of got this like because he has like a very like like high not like high falsetto necessarily but a very he's got a very like what's the word mm. light isn't the right word either
1: it's pretty full
0: it's very like full but it's still so you know, just in the register
1: yeah it's anyway. very it's very unique
0: it's a very cool voice and then she's kind of got this like low husky mm-hmm. type tone that she can use sometimes yeah to, like contrast those too it'd be so cool yeah and her songwriting their lyrics would be yeah their lyrics are so good both of them i listened to
1: his album today oh, was was pretty good
0: we talked about that last on the last episode yeah do you have any more thoughts on that album
1: <laughs> i'm trying to pick which one is my favorite song
0: you don't know for me it's kind of obvious
1: for well, what your favorite no. song is
0: no i shouldn't say that White Owl, just because it's the very first song on the album, and the first time I heard it, I was driving, and then when that chorus hits the first time. It was so that's, I heard further cool. along first. Really? Mm-hmm. I almost had to pull over when I heard White Owl. Really? So good. It just, like, I was like, what?
1: <laughs> what the heck? What is this?
0: How is this so beautiful? It's pretty good. And it's so, and it's not just like, wow, that's beautiful. It's like, what a great melody, what great lyrics. Just It does this musical thing. It switches from the minor to its parallel major, which is a fancy way of saying it goes from E minor to E major, which is pretty subtle in certain ways, but the way that it's utilized within the song is so good. To be
1: able to do it well and not make it, I mean, you don't want to seem like you're going from minor to major. like In songwriting, sometimes maybe that's the point if it's more of theatrical and stuff. But for the most part, you don't want that shift to be, well, depending. I think you did it really well.
0: Yeah. And just the melody lift, and the instrumentation, and it's
1: so Have you heard... You've heard Bread and Wine? Yeah, it's a great one. It's so simple. It's one of our more simpler ones. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it's very stripped down, but it's very pretty. It's a great one.
0: Do you like the resistance?
1: I do. I'm trying to remember how that one goes.
0: I was born into a system. Oh, fan. yeah.
1: <laughs> That's interesting. I think I like it.
0: That's one where it's like, it's not one you put on to just listen to. Mm-hmm. It's one you're like analyzing this is that. a this is like his creed this is something that <laughs> is like written on his soul that he's sharing yeah. with you so it's not it's very like intense and yeah it's not like ulysses or white owl where yeah. it's like this is pretty this is really we, we, we should
1: make friends with these people and talk to them about girls. and sarah sparks he lives on this in album michigan now Oh, we were close to him. We were. What about Sarah Sparks? Where is she lives? She's in Hawaii.
0: She's really from Kentucky. Hawaii, dude, this is so crazy. <laughs> we leave Minnesota like a year after Josh Garrels moves to Michigan, and we were only a couple states over. And now we move down to Nashville, like right after Sarah Sparks leaves Kentucky to go to Hawaii. Shoot. Well, we'll move to Hawaii, and then she'll move back to Kentucky yeah. or something. I
1: don't know. I just think they'd be really interesting to talk to, just about the process of writing and things.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, do they write with people? Is it all? Is it all yeah. themselves? Like. A lot of our writing we do together. Something right. starts... I mean, obviously, someone has to have the idea. It's not like we can have a, the idea at the very same moment well, together.
0: <laughs> Maybe sometimes. You, I yeah. Think did, <laughs> I mean, okay. so. It's interesting to hear how different artists create. So going back a little bit, what do you associate? What, what are some artists or albums you associate with the fall time?
1: I'd say like I listen to more Avid Brothers probably in the fall. Hmm. I feel like I just have albums that I listen to for a period of time. It's not necessarily associated with the season. And I move on.
0: So then when you go back and re-listen to that album, you don't associate with that season?
1: Maybe a season of life, but not the season of the year.
0: Interesting. Because every time I listen to True Sadness, I go back to like late summer, early fall.
1: Well, I think of like the time that it was out, which happened to be late summer, early fall, right. but I think more of like what we were doing and like...
0: Really? hmm
1: Interesting. More than like, and then the atmosphere, which is interesting.
0: hmm You're much more like person-oriented, like ex- experience on the, like, finite level of, mm. like, this experience, this experience, this experience. I mm-hmm. much more the experience, meaning the, just kind of the overall atmosphere of what it was. I was listening to Light Chasers by Cloud Cult today.
1: Mm. Is that a fall album, too? Yes, it is.
0: Very much. It's such a great album.
1: I know. I've got to have some fallish albums. I just can't think of them right now.
0: Monster Mash? <laughs> Did you ever listen to Over the Garden Wall?
1: I mean, when you watch the with lauren
0: is that the only time you've seen it
1: mm-hmm.
0: really you've only seen it once
1: yeah we watched like all of them well one time
0: it's just a movie it's the length of a movie
1: i know but isn't that funny no N-
0: no <laughs> but the
1: way be. shows are built are so that there's like you think there's a lot packed into one and then you think about it and then you watch the next one in a couple days no
0: i don't think it's going well yeah you think about it and that's part of it i think it's it's like this is really interesting. I think
1: it was hyped up a lot, also. Mm-hmm. So then I, I was like, "This is good," but I'm trying to think. I wish I knew my react. A lot of my reaction is based off of like people that I'm around. So if they think it's really cool, I'm like, "Oh, I, I see what's cool about that. I understand." Mm-hmm. Like, "Oh, that is cool," but if I watched it on my own, I wonder if I would have mm-hmm. the same reaction.
0: So this is something that's really interesting about you. <laughs>
1: please
0: (laughs) over the garden wall so you just said like there's a lot in one episode Mm -hmm. and then you think the natural thing is that episode is over and then you go away for a little bit and think about it and go back and watch the next episode Uh and not watch it all front to back where when you actually think about it watching all 10 episodes of over the garden wall is under two hours it's 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 basically watching a movie
1: that's not what they wrote they didn't write it as a movie
0: i think they did but that's oh. a separate thing. So, but then you also kind of have a similar thing as to why you don't listen to the Oh Hellos too much It's because you're not quite sure where to focus and what they're what they're trying to do with music. Is that the same thing? Part of why it's become so much more popular since it originally aired
1: mm-hmm.
0: was because. When it was originally airing, it's, that's a cute little episode, I'm going to move on. That's a cute little episode, I'm going to move on. Oh, Whereas okay. now you can watch it all front to back, you can actually realize like, wow, there's a lot in this. Right. And we watched it with Kieran and Tia last Halloween for the first time. Oh, they really? hadn't okay. seen it Before. And Kieran really liked it. And part of why he liked it, he said, was because at a certain point it stops becoming the hero is Wirt or the hero is Greg. It starts becoming the hero is Wirt and Greg. You know, they're, it's, I think it was, he He called, well, <laughs> it's not like a crazy, crazy idea, but it is one of those, they both have different roles of the hero. Right. And you would think initially they'd be kind of different. Wirt is the empathetic one. He's the understanding one. He's the one who cares. Greg is much more just impulsive doing whatever. He doesn't think about things. He just does them. right? And by the end, Greg is the one who actually like has to really think about it and and and, hmm. and in that sense of the hero, like, you know, the there different things that the hero has to do within the story. Right. Greg is the one who has to fulfill the hero's role of making the sacrifice and choosing others before himself. Greg, or then Wert, who you would think he would be the one to do that. Mm-hmm. Wirt is the one who has to, like, just a lot of, like, the physical things, actually carry the, the burden of the hero who actually has to face the, the villain and all that. Hmm. And... It's really interesting.
1: And you think like maybe watching it through like a movie, you see the progression I of think the characters if, easier? Yeah, if
0: you just tuned in at episode eight or nine,
1: mm-hmm. I think you'd be
0: a little like, what's going on?
1: Okay. And I think so that you think had, they kind of wrote it that way so that...
0: I mean, they did. Okay. It was initially oh, just... Oh, okay. I guess I didn't realize. Yeah.
1: Maybe, you know, sometimes movies feel pretty long and having short episodes behind each other, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: might be easier for the listener to just keep going. Because if they're crafted in a way of a of a show but at the same time made for a movie, probably right. keeps your attention.
0: And I think that's also just kind of the style of the show is it's a very like classic Americana folktale for a lot sure. of Sure.
1: It. So it's like So this... it,
0: it makes sense for it to be kind of an Alice in Wonderland type thing. Yeah. It's basically the same thing. Where
1: Or like chapters from a book. Right. It's right, like all it's on one this story, chapter, but it's, this
0: character, and in this chapter it's kind of like this. cut to this yeah. cut,
1: without actually having those cuts right. in the movies form right. or whatever. And cool. with, some,
0: with some books and with some movies, it's a very cohesive, you know, with like Harry Potter, it's written in a, in a very, this day passes, then this day passes, then right. this day passes, whereas... Over the ground wall, it can be this day passes, as we see in this episode, and the next episode starts, and maybe two weeks have gone by. Right. You, know, you don't know Maybe It doesn't really matter. Maybe there's, you know, mm-hmm. maybe there's been a ton of other adventures. You know, maybe there's another 40 episodes over there. It just that we happens that we're
1: telling that part of the story right then. Right. That's, a, that's cool. We should watch it again this Halloween.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's been since like 2016.
0: It's a really good show. I would love to do it on stage at some point.
1: <gasps> Weird.
0: No. Cool.
1: I mean, yeah, but I can't picture it.
0: <laughs> He's be so cool. I
1: how, bi- how big are the cast? Would that be?
0: Pretty small. Okay. It would be like Wirt, Greg, Beatrice, the Beast, the Woodsman are the five, like they only play those characters. Okay. And then there's another like ten, maybe, maybe 10, 15-ish that characters that are swapping in and out. I want to be those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's Because that's the thing is that, yeah, in this, in this section of the show you can play a frog <laughs> just hanging out on a ferry. And then in this section you can play the highwayman in the tavern. Mm-hmm. That's a great episode. And then in this episode you can play... I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. But that's the thing is that like the cast is so fun. <laughs> so it's like one of the, maybe it's 10, 15, maybe it's 60. You know, I think it, it could be done that would way too. Would you take like
1: the whole script word for word? Would you cut anything? You Maybe. You know, I think you'd you have would, to rearrange I things.
0: Mm-hmm. I think there's one, I think you would take, Um, I picture it, you remember the Folly Theater in Kansas City? Mm. That's where I'm picturing performing <laughs> it. Just, or maybe not exactly that theater, but a theater like the that. The big one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Something... I just picture it in a very, like, classic... Pristine. Yeah, very, like... um
1: Yeah, this was, like, an opera. I was going to say, that's exactly kind of what... It, it was the biggest theater... And we were on stage for one minute and 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it was, this. like, a showcase for the Fr- Fringe Festival in Kansas, and every act got to, like, have a minute on stage. It was and like we... Not,
0: it was, and usually
1: it's, like, someone did, like, one joke. Right. Or one, like, little tiny snippet of the scene. We packed, like a scene a louder bit a song yeah
0: we tried to fit as much as we possibly could in that 90 seconds i think
1: people were like what
0: yeah (laughs) and we had we that was a stressful couple of days well first of all
1: you have to wait for your turn for hours yeah just
0: like chilling and
1: we rehearsed the minute and 30 whatever it was for like
0: for like two days so
1: and And outside it was was hot hot. it was like a heat index in kansas and
0: it was because yeah we'd run through it and be like cool a minute and 28 that's close that's really that's too close we need to bring it down to a minute and 15 or something mm-hmm. like that and then we bring it a minute 15 awesome and then it'd be like now it's a minute and a 40 all of a sudden what went wrong and then you know yeah. it was so
1: because they time you and everything
0: so. yeah and they like turn off the lights if you're too long and all that yeah and yeah we were one of the like stress. Oh, 150 acts or something like that they're that performing that night i feel
1: like that would be hard to be an audience for that yeah i don't know if i'd be really interested in it i <laughs> wouldn't
0: i wouldn't i wouldn't go to one of those showcases if i were just an audience well maybe maybe I would. if you were
1: looking for a show to go to i guess
0: anyway i picture it being done in that type of theater okay where it's like velvet red seats oh. and cool like golden chandeliers yeah. and balconies and all that and so then there's the original pilot the tome of the unknown of over the garden wall okay which i think you kind of include as like an intermission side story type thing
1: interesting where it's
0: about this it's about work and greg and beatrice are wandering along and they meet this pumpkin head guy who has a pumpkin as a head and he's singing all these songs and he's this very sad guy he's a kind of hoagie harmeichael type character and so intermission happens and then greg probably finds a band of animals or whatever and starts just hanging out in the audience or whatever and it's just crazy crazy chaos because greg's crazy crazy chaos <laughs> Well, that's going on in the corner, the country pumpkin comes in and he's singing all these <laughs> sad love songs about how he's all alone. And then it starts with, um, with On the Ferry. Anyway, that's, that's too much in detail. Maybe we'll cut all of my Over the Garden Wall
1: into that. <laughs> no, I think it's interesting.
0: Long story short, Over the Garden Wall is a great show. I would love to do the play. I think it would be so much fun. I think it would be really cool. It's long story, story long. <laughs> yeah, well, what I'm saying is,
1: you know, <laughs> I get gonna...
0: I associate my fall albums, my favorite ones are Over the Garden Wall Mm -hmm. and Into the Lantern Waste by Sarah Sparks Mm -hmm. and Light Chasers by Cloud Colt and The Fourth Wall by The Vespers. I probably have more, but those are the ones that come to mind. We are now going to refer to our list of of questions. Liv asked her mom, Liv's mom, Liv's mother, Cheris, or Sid, I call her Sid. Cause her name is Cheris, and it kind of sounds like Sharice. I called her Sharice for a little bit and I was like, I don't love that. And then I thought of Sid Sharice, the dancer from the fifties. So then I started calling her Sid Sharice and I was like, I'll just call her Sid. Thank
1: you. Thank You're you welcome. for that. <laughs>
0: so we asked Sid, like, what should we talk about? And she gave us a list of things we could talk about. And this is interesting that I feel like me and Calm have probably had this conversation before, but your mom asked, why do you think animals play such an important role in stories?
1: That isn't necessarily something I've really thought about. I have a few thoughts of maybe one... A couple of things are we have personalities, I think, from a young age that we... Personalities that we associate with different animals. So mm-hmm. like a tiger is like courageous, fearless, different things based on... Well, probably right. stories. <laughs> right. Um, you know, a lamb is scared, a rabbit is nervous, birds mm-hmm. are... flight. You know, whatever. So I think in stories, they're utilized like that to express a strong personality that's something i don't know that's one thing that comes to mind what about you
0: i think kind of similar to that i think you know like the bible talks a lot about the you know the symbolism of the dove and the lamb and the Mm -hmm. lion and the wolf and all these different animals Mm -hmm. that like you said yeah, like certain personalities assigned to them in a certain way and so i think i think it probably started with the philosophers and theologians continued to use these animals as examples for different virtues and personality traits and all that Mm -hmm. and then uh writers started to incorporate those into fiction so i think of like you know c.s lewis like the chronicles of narnia
1: he uses them he uses
0: a lot and how how he mixes it with like real people and then like mythological creatures you know fawns and centaurs
1: well real animals yeah
0: but then also with like actual, yeah so it's like here's a here's a a boy from England, a you know two thousand year old centaur and a fox mm-hmm. and it's just really cool how the 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 centaur has this very definite character and the boy from england has this very definite character and the fox is this very definite character and it's almost irrelevant i don't know
1: i was gonna say he doesn't even try to explain it right it's just like this is the world
0: right it's just there's mr and mrs and beaver. you don't have any and you questions. wonder like, i never
1: even think about it i don't if, think i've ever thought about if it. their like names
0: that. are mr and mrs beaver are they the only beavers <laughs> in narnia <laughs> because or are they all just Mr. and Mrs. Beaver? I don't Hello, know. Hello, Mr. Beaver. Hello, Mr. Beaver. <laughs> we are two male beavers. Therefore, we are both Mr. Beaver. I mean,
1: they never interact with any other beavers.
0: That's, yeah. So that's why I'm a little bit confused. I saw a really interesting video. Side tangent on Narnia. I saw a really interesting video about Narnia. And he's the guy making this video. He's talked about how he thinks C.S. Lewis was more intrigued with sci- science fiction than he was with fantasy. Have you heard that before?
1: No, but I could. How
0: it. <laughs> he... Have you read the Space Trilogy?
1: Um, I've listened to part of book one.
0: Yeah. It's a great series. I need to keep doing it. Yeah. It's basically Narnia in space in a certain way. It's a mm. really amazing series. Um, but yeah, it's basically Narnia in space where it's this the this video I saw brought up how how in prince caspian aslan says to i think probably lucy because she's the one that should be told all these things <laughs> he says yeah, i have a different name in your world and it's your job to find it or you must find it for yourself or something like that <laughs> where he's basically you know c.s lewis is, is it's not because that's the other thing is that people will go chronicles narnia is just a series of allegories mm-hmm. and i think it's like duh of course there's definite symbolism
1: <laughs> he's doing that purpose.
0: No. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's also inevitable for him. You know what I mean? Right. It's like Tom Brady will make a touchdown. He did that on purpose. It's like, well, mm. that's just how he works. That's just how, he, I think right. C.S. Lewis, it was just so ingrained, you know storytelling and the structure of it all and the archetypes and Christianity and all these different things were so wrapped up for him that he didn't, he, it, it wasn't, here's a story and here's an allegory and here's what I actually believe and here's real life and here's the Bible. Mm-hmm. It was all of these things were just the same thing to him. Yeah. Had, had the same, not the same level of importance, but the same way that he thought about it and talked about it. Yeah. So, I mean, he actually has this pretty lengthy essay talking about people, basically responding to people saying, of the Lord is just an allegory about the gospel. And he basically said, Like what Dave has said many times, like all stories are Mm -hmm. like, I didn't, he says, you know, I didn't set out to write an allegory of the gospel. I I saw, Ooh, a lion. That's cool. What if this lion was the king of, you know, a fantasy land? Mm -hmm. Oh, what about this witch? What about this thing? What about this little girl? What about the fawn? What about the lamppost? Those kinds of things. Yeah. And then he put it all together and over if just, again, it's inevitable that it would end up that way, Mm -hmm. but how he, you know, he basically created, it wasn't because that was the other thing. It is not just let's create a fantasy world like Tolkien did. Tolkien Mm -hmm. creates something completely disconnected from what we have. Yeah. And there's, because again, it's inevitable. There's plenty of theological discussion to be had about the Lord of the Rings. Right. But because in Narnia, there's a tie between our world and their world, there's, there's children from Mm -hmm. 20th century England going into this fantasy world. It's different. there's this different, different connection to it and kind of this, this off-puttedness, but but then going back to animals, the symbolism of animals, like in Watership Down.
1: Mm-hmm. You've have you read all that book? Mm-hmm. Actually, I've only gotten three quarters of the way. I so remember.
0: you lied to me just now.
1: I just remembered. Just I thought I had read right. it all, and I started it again recently. Remember? And it's pretty good. It's it can get a little dense, just because a cause lot of you're a little dense. <laughs> a lot of the. It's interesting. I maybe I just need to have better attention. The they go into depth about the different things that the rabbits do to like create their homes or different things. And and there's not a lot of sometimes it's not a lot of action. It's just about like creating their, you know, or whatever. Right. Or how they run away after they hear a sound and how they all come back and it's just like they could have mm-hmm. said it in one sentence and I think that's the point.
0: Do you think that that makes the book less good? Shouldn't have no. been said in one sentence. No, I
1: think it makes it good. I just need to have more patience. It's a long book. I don't know what the... Um, I've not read the ending, so I don't know what the, the point, the conclusion, the... You know? It's definitely an interesting... Because it's these rabbits, and they're very depicted as very, like, nervous, you know, wide-eyed type of mm-hmm. creatures. and it's And they have to go on this journey that's literally against their nature. Which is kind of cool because in some sense, as humans in this world, we have to go against a lot of our nature to do what we're supposed to do or do mm-hmm. supposed to do not as in you must do this, to, but supposed to do as in who we we're made to do, what we we're made to do. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's what's better. Right. So there's that connection, which is kind of cool. They're literally going against how they were made to go on a journey and to come together for something that they think is right. And they have to learn, I mean, just the fact that Hazel, trust Fiverr, even though he's so... Fiverr? Isn't that his name? Fiverr. Fiver?
0: Oh, shoot. Ooh, live.
1: I'm the only one that pronounces it to Things myself. Things
0: are heating up in the water. How Down am I supposed to fandom. know? All your Watership Down people... Uh, did
1: you listen to the book? No. Did I know your parents how it's just pronounced. Read it to
0: you. There's a movie version okay. that I grew up with.
1: <laughs> See, I only had my own... Yeah. Anyway, how Hazel trusts Fiverr.
0: Well, it is. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, how, it's spelled. How's it spelled?
1: F I V E R.
0: When two vowels go walking, the first one does the talking.
1: <laughs> what about um liver? <laughs> gotcha.
0: You ever hear about the inconsistency <laughs> of the <Daniel's> English language? <laughs> yeah, I mean, how it's so I'm saying? There is no. Yeah, but it's also a made-up meme, so I feel like the phonetic. Wait, I'm it's saying
1: a... it's fine that it's pronounced fiber, but you judged me very hardcore just then Ninja. for calling it fiber. Oh, you're right. Fiber. You're... <laughs> well, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like it's... it sounds more. It's like
0: okay, when you Frantic. were reading the Hobbit, how did you pronounce the dragon's name? S- <laughs> say it.
1: I just know how it, I read it.
0: How did you read it?
1: As as the name, I recognized it. I didn't necessarily say it in my head.
0: S m a u g. How is that pronounced? Smog what smog okay so now when a movie version comes out and they pronounce it smog aren't you gonna be at least a little bit like
1: "Eh." so that movie was wrong but the movie on Watership down was right (laughs) how do you know bear
0: with me the movie version of the hobbit was wrong in a lot of areas the movie version (laughs) of Watership down was right in most areas
1: so you so distrusted? That I feels do. like a wrong.
0: It cares more okay. about the source material than the Hobbit did, did. does.
1: I think I'm gonna. Okay.
0: You're gonna keep pronouncing it fever.
1: Yeah, that's how I. That's how I picture his energy. Fever. Is that? Okay. Fiverr.
0: We. Okay. <laughs> can you get a Twitter account just so people can like harass you on Twitter real
1: quick? I think they'll be on my side. What? <laughs>
0: What I don't know. I'm sorry. I've talked to a lot of people about water drip down. No one has pronounced it fiver. Really? Yeah.
1: Shoot. Why did I pronounce it that way? Because liver. It's so close.
0: You know, Bony Ver. Mm-hmm. That's a French word. E Ver. It's it's pronounced h i or it's spelled h i v e r. He took off the h because he thought the h i v e r looked like liver, and he had whatever that liver disease is when you drink too much. He did. Yeah, which is why he went to the woods for a couple of months and wrote forever for forever for for Emma forever ago or for Emma for
1: yeah. it's Emma first wrote that album. Yeah,
0: going back to Water. This Japan. episode's
1: been everywhere. Yeah, Oh my god, So <laughs> sorry if we jump else? back like, and forth
0: between like super lackluster and not super interested, and then jump into like invested and talking about in something over that the probably doesn't it... or the pronunciation or of five pronunciation. <laughs>
1: pronunciation no it's
0: pronunciation <laughs> how was <is> it spelled <laughs> we're both the dumb today uh, no bit. i'm not dumb oh you say fever <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh this is a fever dream it's been a long episode. day
1: apparently oh he got his license what's, renewed what
0: i got a license <laughs> renewed got, got, got my new license
1: what, what 21
0: Twenty-one? Twenty-one. It's crazy. This is really crazy. <laughs> we're going to see Wild Child this Saturday.
1: Oh, I'm really excited. It's, it's on a fun. rooftop we're in Nashville. Rooftop. We've not... We've been to one concert when we visited. That was at the Listening Room Cafe. <laughs> so it was kind of like a writer's room night. So there were four artists on stage. Four artists <laughs> On stage, and they each take a turn and go around and talk about their song a little bit. It was very chill. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Then we went to an Avett Brothers concert on the Fourth of July. That was a bit outside of Nashville, like three minutes south or something. It was pretty fun, and that was like an outdoor, like at out a farm type of feel. Mm-hmm. So this is like a different venue for us. It'll be small and on a rooftop, and it's kind of chilly, so it'll be like fall, and they'll be playing at night. It's like seven thirty, so it's gonna be kind of dark, probably. Right, it's gonna be something. I'm really pumped. Me too. Maybe we'll get to talk to them. I haven't listened to a lot of Wild Child. Um, Aiden is more into that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see them live and kind of, I might listen to them. We, we see them on Saturday. It's Thursday today. So to be um, listening to them for the next few days and see how much I can get memorized so I can sing along. Because kind of fun to go to concerts like that. Mm-hmm. I think I have not yet been to a concert where I know every song where I can sing along to. And I feel like that could be a really cool experience. It is a cool experience. So that's experience. why we should go to Ash's concert. I know every song.
0: We should go to a Jacob Collier concert. You have all his stuff memorized.
1: No, I don't. Do you he's, have
0: one of them memorized? He's an interesting fella. Him and Hans Zimmer did the score for Boss Baby.
1: He did? Yeah. I had no idea. Him and Hans Zimmer?
0: Him and Hans Zimmer scored Boss Baby.
1: <laughs> Do you like it?
0: the score? Yeah. I haven't really listened. I've never I've seen listened the movie. to it. I've seen the movie. Yeah, I think. I have. I don't remember noticing the score. Me neither. The music I remember noticing was the fact that there's Blackbird all for a lot of it. And that there was There was what? Blackbird, the Beatles song. Oh. And I thought, "What? Why? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <random>. Why Blackbird? <laughs> it's so random for it's a a decent box. song, but like why 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 mm-hmm. is the thing?" I just got really discouraged because I have to cut like eighty percent of this episode. <laughs> this episode is gonna be like twenty minutes this long. This is good.
1: This is okay. All good.
0: right, let's do a couple of things.
1: Are we? Or should we be done?
0: No, let's do a couple of things. Lightning round. Favorite toys as a child. <laughs> <laughs> what were your favorite toys as a kid? Um, mine was this leather vest that we had. It wasn't really a toy, but it was a. It was like a dress up thing. This leather vest that we. It could be Han Solo's vest, or it could be. uh you could be a, 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 a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Has to be real, folks. We want you to see, like, the in-depth side of the creative minds of Opal Entertainment. And this is part of it. Part of
1: Sometimes it. Sometimes when Aiden and I get, like, probably, like, a little bit tired slash uninspired, but we, we are really inspired to be productive, if that makes sense, yeah, but uninspired creatively. But not driven in a specific direction. <laughs> we get so goofy. Um, uh, more grumpy. <laughs> it Yeah, we can... <laughs>
0: thanks for tuning in folks
1: <laughs> what can people take away from this positively
0: we get loopy it's good to, it's good it's good good to laugh with people Mm -hmm. not just let's make jokes and be silly but let's just laugh at each other and our own unique shortcomings (laughs) all right ladies and gentlemen if this episode never sees the light of day
1: deuces good job (laughs) probably good option yeah no okay this has been between takes with opal entertainment i'm olivia o'neill and this is Aiden driscoll on guitar thanks so much for tuning in tell your friends and tune in next week for a brand new episode of between, between takes, takes.